Welcome to No Fat Cats Podcast, where we help high-performing teams get even better. I'm your host, Wesley Dean, and thanks for joining me on this introductory episode. I'm excited about the launch of this podcast. It's been something I've been wanting to do for quite some time. We already have four other episodes recorded and in the hopper, and I am excited to jump on this. This is just, it's been something I've wanted to do for quite some time now, um, in part because I've, over the years, I've just realized that I really enjoy podcasts and audio. Um, I've been doing video predominantly for the last 10 years, uh, but the one thing I've realized is that I just never spend very much time actually uh, watching TV, watching movies, you know, watching videos on YouTube. And so it's been kind of ironic in that I uh, I produce all this video content for people, but I'm like rarely consuming anything myself. Uh, my New Year's resolution is always watch more TV. I know some of you might have goals of, you know, spending less time watching TV, but year after year, my New Year's goal and resolution has always been to watch more TV. And like most New Year's resolutions, it's like, like it always fails. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I have a... Uh, busy at home with the kids or, or whatever it is. And so I am really excited to get into this podcasting because podcasting has just been that one thing that I've absolutely loved listening to. And I definitely consume myself. Um, most of the time that happens as I'm biking into work, as I'm, you know, commuting, live in the DC area. And so, you know, you definitely spend time, you know, traveling and, and in cars to go in places and there is something wonderful about the kind of that podcast format is that you can just usually listen to it put it on while you're driving going somewhere else commuting still pay attention to you know the road easily and just be learning in the background and um and, and as you just look at the explosion of podcasts that are going on is that it really just makes sense for you know just when it comes to learning when it comes to learning tips and tricks in a way where you can actually really make good use of your time. And so that's why I am launching this podcast. It's been something I've wanted to do since, oh, like last year it was. Um, And I've, you know, I'd recorded initial podcast, but I didn't really have the time to really follow up on it. And I'm now just getting to the spot where I I do finally have the time. I, I find there's this balancing act between between strategy and execution. And so it can be easy to either just jump on and start something without really planning on it. And at the other end, it's easy to spend all your time spinning your wheels on strategy and thinking through what that looks like to the point where you never get your butt in gear and get started. Um, because you want everything to be perfect and you want everything to be ready to go and you want everything just to be, you know, have like your audience mapped out and your intro and outro and everything perfect, uh, to the point where you never really get started. Um, I know in my life I've definitely struggled where, you know, balancing things that I wanted to produce for myself. And then at the same time, other content that I'm producing for, for other people, because I mean, by nature, I do, um, you know, I, currently people pay me to, to film and produce videos for them. And so what naturally happens is that whenever there's a client project or something like that that comes up where, guess what, that kind of takes priority over the, um, you know, over doing my own stuff. And so after a while, I realized, I was like, wow, why is it that I'm, uh, out of all the things I'm doing, I'm like cheating myself from my own time. And so, 
you know, I'm giving my clients all this other, you know, the best time, whether it's usually in the morning or their peak productivity, but then my own projects, I was trying to do them late at night. And, um, just when my, my energy really wasn't the best. And after a bit, I had to say, you know, I need to start giving myself some of my best time and really focusing on what that looks like. And, and also just producing content for myself, things that I was like, I want to do this regardless of anyone else wants to. And that's going to be my goal. And so that's just my goal with this podcast. So I do have, I have spent some time thinking about strategy, um, you know, while delaying execution to a certain degree, but this podcast is going to focus on three predominant areas, uh, two of which I've already mentioned. So the first is strategy. So the, the second execution, and then the third leadership, which I'll get to in a minute. So strategy is I've spent a lot of time working with organizations, helping them film, helping them produce videos. And um, because I've been gifted at strategy, especially coming from the video background, it's like, oh, well, you have a camera. I don't have a camera. So I'm going to hire you to show up with your camera, film a bunch of stuff, and then we'll, you can edit. So you'll, we'll edit it together and, you know, we'll, we'll see what it looks like. So I, I, I have had trips where, you know, we spent minimal time planning and then I would fly somewhere in the world and capture content for them. And because of the, I had, had I think I have a good eye, you know, the stuff would look good, but we didn't spend very much time on strategy, uh, really planning for it. And, and just the content would be, you know, be subpar. In fact, I even had an opportunity where with someone where we did a series of videos or we filmed around the world um, for a nonprofit. And, you know, while the videos turned out, turned out good and we did a good job, we hadn't spent very much time thinking about what the final product was going to look like, what their release schedules were, what their goals were, what their client pipeline looked like, what their donor pipeline looked like. And, um, and so when we got back, you know, we, we had some great content that just sat on our hard drives and never saw the light of day um, because we hadn't really carefully thought through what that whole process was going to look like. And so that's where I really want to help. You know, not having strategy, it's expensive. Um, you know, it, it, not having a, a good strategy could be spending you, you know, costing you Twenty thousand, ten thousand, forty thousand. I, I mean, I was recently talking to someone who who had hired someone to come on and do social media for them, but then after a year, their contract was no longer you know, renewed. And so, uh, you know, I didn't ask them because it was kind of a delicate situation about you know what the situation was, what happened. But but my guess is is that they and th- and I've seen and this has been me before too is that. I'll, you know, I'm, so I have to confess, I'm actually terrible at, at social media. I know some people inevitably, um, you know, they're all the time on social media commenting, but one of my goals has to be for myself has to be, uh, spend more time on social media, um, just because, uh, yeah, I'm not naturally good at it. And, and so what happens is I was like, oh, I need someone to do social media for me. So I, you know, I, I brought someone on board who clearly could do it for themselves. And I was like, oh, well, you're really good at this. Let me, let me bring you on board to do social media for me. And, and this person, you know, was actually really good and could definitely produce content that looked good. But then when I realized is that when I didn't articulate what I wanted my strategy to be, I was giving that to somebody else, um, who could do a good job. But then when I looked at the, what was being posted, I, I just didn't resonate with it quite that well. Um, it wasn't, wasn't necessarily super even though the photos looked great they were the stories were engaging 
I even learned a lot when it came to captions and and hashtags and how to use it. But when you don't have, you're not clearly aligned with a central message or a, a clear strategy to begin with. It's just, it's not going to be as successful as it could be. And so that was where I learned is that 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 importance of strategy and having things done beforehand, making sure everyone is on on the same page. Um, and it's as honestly, it's not easy because it's a lot easier to procrastinate, be like all of us, procrastinate, procrastinate, procrastinate. Oh, we need to do something. All right, let's do it. Let's work on it. Work on it. And you end up spending a lot of time grinding your wheels, um, working, but maybe not in the right way. And so to give you an, an example, of what this could look like is as I've been planning this podcast, I know I, I wanted to pre-record a few episodes, so I didn't want to just have one intro recorded, you know, launch it and then commit to doing it every week without having anything else lined up. And so I went through the whole process of, you know, recording a few other people, um, getting, you know, I have about four episodes at the time I'm recording this lined up. And, um, so I got those in the queue, got, got recorded them, you know, I was like, Oh, I need to spend a lot of time, you know, editing and making these sound good. But then after a while, spending a bit of time like editing and and stuff like that and then thinking through and I was like well I know I'm spending all this time taking out all these like ums and uhs and tweaking things but then I realized I was like wait do I actually need to be doing this as a from a strategy point of view because I've started to realize that more more people are put are doing podcasts out there that are you know just like simple recordings um, of people's conversations and their goal isn't to have this highly polished piece that comes out without any uhs and ums but the goal really is to have an authentic conversation with someone that can be easily reproduced and easily pushed out there and so you know with that decision before where I might have been spending you know two to three hours going through an episode and removing all the uhs and ums and empty space to keep it moving along and, and engaging, you know, I just decided, I was like, you know what? I actually don't think I need to do this. Like, I don't think the real value in a podcast is having a conversation that is completely removed of uhs and ums and dead, dead spaces. You know, I, I'm still going to go in and remove a few things. I've had a, a few times clients will say, well, or people are recorded for the podcast say, ooh, I accidentally said this person's name and I realized I can't have that. Can we edit that out? And so, yes, that's that's easy to remove out. But the biggest value in that podcast isn't coming from, you know, a perfect podcast. The real value comes with the authentic conversations you have with real people that are interesting, engaging, and give you real-life tips. So that is just one example of strategy. Is I just really believe that strategy is extremely valuable and that we're people are not doing it enough. Um, and so with with the strategy, you know, I've come to realize on my personal side, things that I've valued is that, and I really love the story brand process from, from Donald Miller um, and just come to love that whole process of going through the story, what that looks like and creating a framework. And so throughout, um, we'll have an episode coming up while I'll do an interview with Angie Schultz, a certified story brand um, copywriter about what that that process looks like um, as I you know absolutely love tapping on them for for strategy um, but then we'll also go into other aspects of strategy that are just extremely important throughout this podcast and then second we're going to look at execution because if you, you can plan and strategize all day but at the end if you can't actually uh, help a project see the light of day 
you're never going to get anywhere. <laughs> it's going to stay as a script in, or it's going to stay worse in your mind, floating around, taking up energy, and no one's ever going to see it. So we are going to look at strategy, and um, but we're not going to look at it from the Sorry, we're going to look at strategy and then we're going to look at execution because I don't want to get too hung up with, um, you know, we're not going to get hung up on the details of what camera to use, what, uh, you know, so my background is video and um, photography, but I also understand, you know, when it comes to, you know, podcasting or creative design or scripting or producing a design piece that, you know, there's equipment and stuff that you could use. And so this podcast isn't going to get hung up on being gearheads and following up on latest trends in equipment and the latest thing that will take your money there are plenty of other podcasts out there but i do want to look at tips for creative teams and how you can get better at um you know producing stuff and uh and executing and just getting stuff done is um you know extremely important and so we're going to look at things from that lens as well and then we're also last year we're going to look at leadership because i've just realized that you know, sometimes there's people and organizations that are doing great work and, and you have all these great ideas. You just, oh, it would be awesome. We could do this. That would solve a problem and this. But then at times you realize that, and this is just kind of a, like kind of a John Maxwell principle where it's like the law of the lid, like your creative project is never going to be better than the person leading it flat out. And, and so sometimes there's people in that director of communication, that marketing space that, don't have they need to grow as creative leaders because there's people behind them that have great ideas uh, and underneath them that have great ideas but they don't know how to manage that whole process or set expectations for those above them and so this this podcast is is really going to be most helpful for people who are in the in the creative space as whether it's you know kind of a director of communication a marketing director um or also someone who is you know a, a photographer you know freelance videographer works in a team and who wants to just produce better work and so we're not going to look at specific processes all the time but that this podcast but we are going to look at a variety of of different people a different number of different guests to really pull out tips and uh and tricks related to that space and also just have meaningful conversations um that that especially pertain to creatives because it really is going to be centered towards people in that creative space because i realized that um when you work in in the creative space there's just there's issues that apply to you that don't really apply to to other people so for example uh you know one episode will look at what kind of i know especially if you're younger you might not be thinking about you know retirement at all what does that look like but we'll have an episode where we look at things from that perspective for that creative freelancer as i know there's a number of people out there especially as the gig economy gets better that are really you know going that way and um need to be able to at least understand how what does it look like to retire when you don't work for a large company that's just handing out you know your 401k giving you contributions you know giving you a pension and those are important things in order for long-term success that people need to be thinking about and be aware of. So as I look back on, you know, the last 10 years of, you know, I've had some amazing opportunities to be able to travel to places in, you know, Peru, Cuba, Sierra Leone, about six or seven times, uh, you know, Kenya, Nepal, Philippines. And, you know, I've absolutely loved, loved those trips, loved those opportunities um, to go film, take beautiful pictures, um, tell people stories. 
But the thing I've realized that we needed more of my issues whenever, oh, I, I got the shot wrong. I was out of focus. I didn't know how to color grade. But my biggest issues were in that planning stage. And so I don't know where you're at in life, but I'm gonna, I want to help walk you through the process of working with people, of speaking to clients, of speaking to potential clients, and helping them see what's possible. Because if, if there's one thing I've realized in when it comes to creative projects, and specifically working with people who maybe aren't creative, is inevitably, if you're the person who has the skill at producing something creative, you're inevitably working with someone else who potentially doesn't have that skill, but either has money or is in charge of another space. So in many cases, there might be a, you know, a CEO or, um, you know, the owner of a business who got there because they were good at money. They had, they were a visionary, they had ideas. And, and I think things all work out really well when that person also has the creative side. So if you look at some examples being, you know, like charity water, whether CEO, Scott Harris, you know, he actually, you know, before he started Charity Water, he worked as a club promoter. So he really got, and also as a photographer. So he really got what it meant to, um, you know, promote things, tell a story, have things look beautiful. And so when you look at a lot of stuff that they do, it, it looks, you know, actually it looks really good because he brought that leadership to the table and um, and understood what that meant to produce things that, that, that look great. Um, also, if you look at some groups that have gotten a lot of publicity, such as, you know, Invisible Children, obviously they had kind of had their heyday uh, peak at Coney 2012, but they, um, they, you know, they were started by a group of people who studied documentary films and went out and produced something that looked good. And so therefore, when they came back, they were able to, um, you know, produce something and continue producing content the look of because they could attract other creative types to to their space but what happens is that that's not really often the norm and often we're working within spaces with people who aren't at the creative ones and they're hiring us to come out and produce stuff for them and so what we need to be able to do is help them see what's possible because often i found it i mean with with your work um most likely there's a visual aspect to your work where you can look at, Hey, here's a sample of my photos. Here's a sample of my design work. Here's a sample of, um, you know, writing that I've you know produced, um, as in that creative writing space or a, a letter. I'm a, uh, here's a, you know, a email sequence. Hey, here's a web page I designed. And so all of those are very, you know, kind of like hard skills related to producing something that looks good. And all of that, all that is very important, but where I find is that the biggest issue is how do you convince someone that they're not thinking about something right? And so as I'm looking at creating this podcast, it's not so much a podcast. It is a podcast for other people, but at the same time, it's a podcast for myself because I've really run up against struggles where how do you convince someone that their way of thinking about things, the way of planning is off. Uh, at one point I had a conversation, uh, we were kind of doing a pitch. It was a project I didn't entirely want to take. Um, but he was a, a CEO of, of a, a nonprofit in you know Nashville. And I said, Oh, well, it's really important to have like your strategy figured out. And first, and I think he got offended because he's like, we're in Nashville. You know, we have a lot of, uh, we definitely know strategy. It's a creative town and you know, we don't need help with this. Um, and it was a, unfortunately it was a phone call. So I couldn't see what his, um, uh, you know, his 
face looked like to be able to read his emotion, but I think he was getting offended that I thought he needed help with strategy. But when I looked on their website, there was a clear disalignment between what he wanted the organization to do, what he wanted to say, and the content that is being produced down the line. And so I realized that you build trust whenever you work, whether you're a creative, you're the, the company owner, the CEO, or the communications director, trust is built when you're consistent. And so when someone goes on a web page, they, they read what you're about, and then they watch a video about what you're about. If there's a disconnect there, there's a lack of trust. And so it's our job when we work in that creative communication space to make sure that everything is aligned with a central vision, make sure that message is clear, but at the same time, amplify that message in a creative way. And part of that does require that initial strategy beforehand. And so through this podcast, we're really going to talk to people who work in that leadership space, people who work in that in-between creative execution and strategy and leadership because all of us can grow as leaders. All of us can help other people um, see what they should be doing is that there's always that balancing act between producing, producing content, continually producing content, and then at some point transitioning to either helping people um, think about the content, um, going to how do you help people think about things rather than just here is the actual content that you produce um, yourself. And I realize some of us may be there's, there are some people who are just so good at their craft that they can continue doing it. So these are like the DPs or working in Hollywood, you know, who are still, you know, they're in their like 60s or 50s and they're still going out and like shooting stuff for the photographer who is just a world class who just keeps doing what they're doing because they're so good. Um, they're so good at it. But and in my case, what I just realized is that like I'm good at filming, but I'm never going to be that good. And so I had to make the decision. Do I want to keep filming and be just good or do I want to look at something that I think I could be really amazing at? And um, I really believe, given my skill set and kind of broad range of expertise, that I could get really good at helping, especially non-creatives, think creatively um, and man manage projects better. And it's helping that middle person who stands between the CEO business owner who has ideas um, and helping them sit back and think about their goals first and let them take care of managing the execution process. Because I've often run into issues when dealing with someone where the CEO or the, the person heading up a project makes the mistake of not articulating their goals and they start jumping immediately to execution and what they want to create because um, they have something in their mind that's going to help them but when they would have been much better off starting off by articulating what they wanted to do what their goals were and then turning those goals over to the people who are the real creative team and say this is my goal this is what i want to accomplish can you help me execute this and they would have been much better off doing that instead they kind of had this idea in their mind that they were married to they articulated what they're married to and then you know the people who were really talented had a, couldn't bring their best ideas to the table because this other idea had already been articulated and so i want to help you walk through scenarios like that of how do you take ideas take people's bad ideas and really help them come up with what they really should be doing and so without further ado, welcome to No Fat Cats podcast. I will be releasing an episode on a weekly basis. And so I invite you to subscribe. Stay tuned.
as we help you become a better creative leader. We help you manage the creative process better and help you focus on strategy, execution, and most important of all, leadership. Thanks for joining and stay tuned for more.